What it is, Joe? What's up? It's your Real Talk Sports, Deontay Smith and man, Kagan and I got together. Did part two of our quarterback draft. So as we pick 17 through 32, go back and check out part one. It was posted a couple days ago. Check it out. Let us know what you guys think about our teams and how it's going to shake out. You can find me on Twitter, and I barely tweet. And I believe this Twitter is going to be at Keegan Heath. Uh, if you, we interact a lot on Twitter, so you should be able to see, uh, if you do, be able to see uh, me mention him once or twice and uh appreciate you guys tuning in what it is up kagan how's it going Tay? pretty good man pretty good so we got you on to do part two of the quarterback draft and to do your week one ranking so how deep are your rankings going to go position by position? So week one's not going to be super deep. Uh, I'm going to give my top 10 and running backs, wide receivers. I'm going to do 15, quarterbacks 10, and then uh, I'm only going to give five and tight ends. But I am going to give a couple names also that I, uh, that are, I think are going to be right outside the top 10 or potentially in the top 10. Uh, and then we'll kind of, you know, we'll kind of break down my thought process because our running backs will shape up a little different than most leagues because of our scoring. But, uh, for the most part, it'll be pretty, pretty, pretty typical for PPR, I guess. Absolutely. And, uh, just a reminder, we do points per carry. That's half a point per carry for running backs. Correct. Correct. All right. So let's go ahead and hop into our quarterback draft in the order that we went in before uh, Mahomes was first I had the first pick Brady Rogers Wilson and that's Russell Wilson Allen Stafford Jackson Roethlisberger Mayfield Tannehill Cousins Herbert Carr Prescott Murray and Wentz all right so now here we are in the back half of the draft and uh, I've been trying to get this pick out of you for like a week <laughs> and a half so I can prepare mine. All right. So you're ready to I am. It is going to be Ron Fitzpatrick. Okay. I, I believe Ron Fitzpatrick and those guys finish behind Dak in second. Um, they're going to be in a lot of games thanks to their defense, and they're going to be losing a lot of games thanks to Fitzpatrick, but we're kind of wins and losses, and if a defense can carry your team to a win, I'll take it. Okay. And so that's what I'm going with, man. 38-year-old in his ninth NFL team. Um, it is going to be a ride with Fitzpatrick for sure. I I had him fourth on on a list. Uh so I had him fourth. I would have had him a little higher. I think Vegas has his – I think Vegas has the win total for Washington at like eight and a half. Uh, and I think that's a pretty good win total. I was really hesitant, though, because I don't know that he'll start every game. Uh, oh, you, what? You, you, I, so you think he gets pulled? I, I, think, I think he'll get pulled. Uh, if, if, they, if, they lo- if they're losing – um, you know, and they're looking for <laughs> some magic. We'll, we'll use that word. Uh, 
you know, Hineke played Heineke, Hineke, however you say it, he played really well for them in the playoffs. And if Fitz comes out and, and struggles and then they're losing, I really could see them giving him some, some opportunities down the stretch. Uh, that, you know, that, like you said, though, that defense is really good. I think if Fitz goes out, plays well, manages the game, uh, doesn't have a lot of turnovers and he's not losing them games, I think he'll be starting. But, uh, I don't know. I, I just I'm not a fan. I've I've never seen him go a full season other than one year. I got you. And I feel like he got a raw deal last year. Like he, he did. He did. Uh he, he earned the right to continue starting. Right. So uh man, I I'll be honest with you. I don't I don't know where your headspace is at with this, but uh just kind of looking at team win totals. I have some teams that I think could get, you know, nine to ten wins, but I don't know what quarterback's going to be playing for them. Oh, so, so it so. makes me really nervous. Uh, but my pick is going to be <laughs> Jameis Winston. Uh, okay. And you think he plays the full season, right? I think he plays the full season. I don't think Taysom Hill is uh, – uh, quarterback, I think I, you know, I could see him getting a start though, you know, because we're going based on who who's lined up out there the first snap, and I could see some kind of Taysom Hill package starting off a game, which would kind of screw me. But uh, you know, I think the Saints, even without Breeze, are uh, eight to nine win team. Which, if you look at the quarterbacks we have left, that's probably best case scenario. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys are not going to win many more than eight or nine games. And we got some teams, like I said, that might win nine or 10 games, but we don't know who's going to be the quarterback for all of them. So I like Sean Payton, uh, you know, as much as I hate to go against him twice a year, uh, he's a pretty good coach. And I don't think their drop off without Breeze is going to be that dramatic, uh, especially in the division they're in. So I think they could still go out and win uh, eight or nine games. So I'm going Winston. All right, you had me really scared when you said uh, – when you mentioned who is going to be starting. But I'm going to be going with Matt Jones with this pick. Okay. I, I believe they're going to have a solid running game. He's not going to make a lot of mistakes. And uh, the defense is going to be improved. They have a lot of guys that were on the COVID list last year or um, chose not to participate, opt out. They're going to be returning. I just feel like he's not going to make a lot of mistakes, and he's going to be able to uh, to just hand the ball off to that. What is it? Is it going to be a two-headed monster with Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris, or you think Damian Harris is Damian Harris is going to take all of the carries? Uh, I I think I think Harris is going to start off taking the bulk of the work. Uh, I think he earned that last year, uh, but I do think Stevens is going to work in and and. They, you know, if they're losing, uh, you might see a good bit of James White. So, but I, I think Damon Harris is going to get the first crack. I think he earned that last year, and you know, I'm I'm really high on him. So, uh, right. I think I think it's going to be Harris to start, and then maybe we'll start seeing some splits. Uh, you know, maybe midseason, depending on how it goes. I got you. So, who you got coming up next? Uh, so. Anyone who's been paying attention knows I've been taking risk after risk, uh, <laughs> betting on betting on Big Ben's defense, uh, betting on Stafford being a better quarterback than Detroit allowed him to showcase, <laughs> betting on Wentz staying healthy for at least 
14 games, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Dak coming back from injury. And I'm going to take another risk here. Uh, and you and I have talked about this guy a lot, and I was leaning the other way, honestly. But uh, I'm going to go Jimmy G. Uh, you know, forty the 49ers are, I think, a 10, possibly even 11-win team. They have a great defense. They have a great coaching from Shanahan. And I do think G has earned the right to start. He's led them to the playoffs. He can get them to the playoffs. Uh, Again, it's going to be health. I do think they'll work Lance in and some packages. Uh, You know, I I think they'll they'll probably start that pretty early, but I I think Jimmy G uh, will start off under center most of those games. Uh, and who knows, it might keep him a little more uh, upright playing Lance and not not playing him a whole game. But I think he's going to get most of the starts, and I can see them winning 10 games. So I'm going to take a chance on him. 10 games? Yeah, I, I really do, man. I, I think Vegas has them at 10 and a half. Uh, I think they can win 10. It's a tough division, but that defense is really good. Man, it is a really tough division. All right, so – let me see who I'm going to be taking since you took. I'm going to go with Sam Darnold. Okay. I, I, I don't believe they're going to have anybody that's competing with him to back up uh, as a backup. So if he does get really sloppy with a lot of his turnovers and things like that, there's not going to be anybody that they can turn to. So he's going to be in there for at least – 16 or 17 games. So, uh, Sam Donald, who I'm going to go with, uh, I hate it, but we're getting to where, uh, where you start looking at teams that have, uh, or, or quarterbacks who are unquestioned and unchallenged right now. So, I was kind of surprised you took Jimmy G. Yeah. Uh, I told you it was a risk. Uh, well, I am <laughs> I'm gonna stay in the NFC South. Uh this is kind of a kind of a heart pick, but uh I'm going with Matt Ryan. Um, you know, like I said, we're we're in seven, eight win territory, and I know my Falcons are coming off a four win season. But uh, you know, I'm looking at their schedule this year and I think they start off uh, at home against Philly, who I think is a very beatable team. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're playing the NFC East this year. Uh, I think they could take a game from the Giants. I think they could take a game from the Jets. Uh, you know, I think they could, at worst, split with Carolina. They got Jacksonville on the schedule. They got the Lions on the schedule. Uh, they have a pretty weak schedule this year. Uh, and they lost a lot of close games last year. Uh, I think they lost four games by seven points or less. Uh, and they blew some leads, which is scary. Uh, but they have the offensive weapons to score with pretty much anybody in the league. Uh, and again, I'm not looking for a lot of wins here. I think we're in seven, eight win quarterback territory. Uh, so, you know, if Matt Ryan can go out and give me eight wins, I think that's pretty solid at this spot. Yeah, I don't think Josh Rosen is going to compete. As a starter, we get him if, uh, if he does. Yeah, yeah, and that's another thing, man. I, you know, we got a lot of question marks coming up on some guys on who's going to be starters. Yes, we do. Um, but one guy that I'm going to be taking now that I know will be a starter is going to be Jalen Hurt. I uh, really, 
don't like him from a um, from a win total standpoint. But we're getting to the to the where you got to start making decisions on your quarterbacks uh, as far as who the starter is going to be. And I know Jalen Hurst is going to be a starter. He looked pretty good to me last year. Like he can carry his team to wins. Uh, he has six TDs, four interceptions, and three rushing touchdowns. So he can definitely uh, find a way to get the ball into the end zone. That's going to be going with uh, with only four starts. Jalen Hurts. All right, uh, man. I feel like I'm I'm following your lead here, but it's really just kind of the way it's going. I'm sticking with the Crimson Tide QBs, but I am going with Tua. Uh, I think uh, as long as you know, someone's got to draft him. Uh, I don't think. I don't think they're going to make a deal for Watson. I think this thing's going to drag out with him, um, you know, and I don't see them bringing anybody else in to really compete for starts. So I think he's going to be the starter all year for them. Uh, and the Dolphins don't have a bad team. Uh, again, you know, we talked about that division. Uh, it's clearly the Bills division, so I don't think they'll be competing for a division title, but I think he could win eight, nine games if he stays healthy. Uh, and they have a pretty good defense, and they brought brought him in some pass catchers. He's got, you know, Will Fuller after week one. They drafted Waddle for him. Uh, they, they got Jacecki, who's a great tight end. Uh, you know, so I, I think they have the talent around him to win games. Uh, it's just going to be a matter of how he plays. And, and I think he did improve. You know, we talked about Fitzpatrick getting a bad deal with that, but – I do think Tua improved as the year progressed, and and we'll see how uh, it happens in, in year two for him. Definitely, definitely. So next, going to be taking Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I, I believe the defense is good enough for him to win six to seven games. Uh, mm-hmm. He's not going to make a lot of mistakes. He threw for 3,700 yards last year, 15 TDs, 11 interceptions. Um, got some rushing touchdowns, so he could do a little bit of both um, when given the opportunity of running and passing. And uh, Teddy Bridgewater of the Denver Broncos, and likely his only season as a starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, before he <laughs> ends up there. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, so I am between two guys here and my heart's really telling me to go with one, but I'm going to go with the other. I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. Um, you know, I could, I could see him winning, uh, seven, six games, seven at best, maybe, uh, you know, I don't, you know, their division's tough. I don't see him winning much there, but they can win some games. Uh, I think he gets, you know, Barkley back, I think they'll ease Barkley back into it. I don't think they're just going to go out there and throw him out there. So I think once Barkley's back, it's going to take some load off. The thing that concerns me is, you know, Evan Ingram's coming into the year banged up. Galladay's coming into the year banged up. Uh, they don't really have any, in my opinion, credible pass catchers. But uh, Daniel Jones is, uh, I think he's got to make a jump this year. If he doesn't, they could be looking at another quarterback. Uh, but, you know, seven wins. Uh, I know he's going to start if he's healthy. Uh, and I don't know that about some of these other guys coming up on this list. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting to a point where, uh, gosh, it is tough. Uh, let's see who's left. <sighs> I'm going to be taking. 
Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. I don't expect him to win a lot of games, but I do expect him to start the whole season. Right. That is, that is, the, that is what we're looking at right now. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Jared Goff is going to be for me. Uh, don't really like him a whole lot, but because uh, he doesn't have any weapons outside right. of uh, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams and um, T.J. Hawkinson. And I feel like they're not going to be creative enough to uh, give him opportunities to score a lot of points. Yep. So he will be throwing a lot. And uh, hopefully he can get me five wins. Yeah. So my next pick uh, is, again, based on a team win. Uh, I think this team could finish with uh, seven, eight wins, which uh, you know is more than what we're looking at with some of these other guys left on our list. The problem is this person is not currently a starter. So I am banking on some big things here, and I'm going Justin Fields. Uh, the Bears have a really good defense. Um, they, I think Vegas has them at six and a half. I think I'd take that line. Uh, I think I'd take them winning six games, uh, seven games. And and Dalton, I, I don't think Dalton's going to start long. Uh, you know, I, I think Dalton's time has passed. Uh, I think that Bears – Fan base thinks they have a team to be competitive now, uh, you know, not win a whole lot, but be competitive. So when they start struggling early on, uh, you draft someone like Fields, I think he's going to start getting his starts. Uh, I could see it maybe being four or five weeks in, uh, you know. So four or five weeks in, I'm looking at 13 games left. If he can win me four or five of those, uh, <laughs> that's pretty much what I'm going to get out of some of these other guys anyway. <laughs> so. All right, so uh, I was I was really scared to take him just because I don't know exactly when they're going to put him in there. And once they put him in, I'm not sure how ready he'll be. He looked really good in preseason, though. So the QB that I'm going with on this one, it's going to be Tyrod Taylor uh, just because he's going to give me four wins. And he's going to be a starter, and, uh, and I will take those four wins over – Justin Fields, four wins. So Tyrod Taylor through my QB. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I have Taylor above two of the three guys left. Uh, and I, I have Taylor slash Mills because I was really unsure. Um, you know, kind of Houston, I don't know what they're doing, to be honest. It sounds like they're going to go all year with – Watson just inactive so definitely Taylor's going to get some starts but every time Tyrod Taylor's been named a starter somewhere he's been hurt so I'm glad you took that one off my plate I was like man I don't know do you take Taylor or do you take Mills and then you know if they split the year they're probably only winning three games a piece <laughs> if that you know maybe one game a piece uh so that makes my decision a little easier um and I am going – so, you know, I had him above two of the three guys left. Uh, the one guy I did not have him above uh, is Zach Wilson. Um, so the Jets have done a lot uh, the past few years. They've built up their offensive line. Uh, they brought in some playmakers. 
Um, they drafted some playmakers. Uh, they're, they're trying to get that defense right. I know they had some injuries in the offseason, but they brought in some guys to replace. Uh, I don't see them being very competitive, but uh, we're looking at Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do not I do not trust the Bengals' offensive line, uh, and I do not trust the Jags. <laughs> I mean, they're the Jags. Uh, so I'm going Wilson. I, you know, I'm looking at those three also, and he's he's mobile. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about what he can do with his legs when he gets outside the pocket. Uh, you know, he's a gamer. Uh, he's a game a playmaker, and I think you know as highly talented as Lawrence and Burrow are, I think his mobility is going to be able to kind of not catch people off guard, but I think he'll be able to at least keep them in games with his right. playmaking ability. So, you know, like I said, four, four or five wins, and I'm happy with that. And, again, he's the unquestioned starter. So. Absolutely. So I'm going to be taking Joe Burrow. I believe they win one more game than the Jags this year. And that's going to be three. <laughs> uh, so, so Joe Burrow is going to be my uh, 31st on my final selection and the 31st pick overall. So uh, mm-hmm. how do you feel about Trevor Lawrence being on your roster? So, you know, uh, I'm not mad about it. Uh, Burrow would have been my pick, you know, if it had been the other way. You know, if I'd have been in your spot, I'd have definitely went with Burrow over Lawrence. Um, you know, Burrow is, is a, he's got he's also got weapons. You know the thing about the Bengals is that defense is pretty rough, and look at the division they play in. And you know, are they going to beat the Ravens at all this year? I don't know. Uh, can can they split with the Steelers? Possibly depends on how bad Big Ben plays that week. Um, and then can you know they beat the Browns? Possibly. So it, it's just a tough division for them. Uh, so, you know, he's coming back off injury. I'm not a Joe Mixon fan. I know he's got wide receivers and playmakers around him, but I don't know that that running game is enough to keep the pressure off of him. Uh, so I could see him running for his life again. So with Lawrence, you know, uh, he's got playmakers, you know, he's got, he's got Marvin Jones. He's got Chark. He's got Chenault, uh, you know, Robinson, is not a, I wouldn't quote unquote say playmaker, but he's gonna keep you know he's gonna keep a defense honest. Uh, I just you know four wins is pushing it, but I hope I get that out of him. You know he's got a live arm, so we'll see. All right, let's do a recap of our part two. So I took Fitzpatrick. Next, you took Winston. Then I took Mac Jones. You took Jimmy G. I took Darnold after that. You took Matt Ryan. After Ryan, I took Hertz. You took Tua. I took Bridgewater. You took Daniel Jones. I took G- Goff. <clears throat> Sorry. Ooh. Jared Goff. You took future starter, Justin Fields. <laughs> I, I took Terod Taylor. Then uh, our final three were Wilson, Burrow, and Lawrence. All right, man. So we're going to see uh, – we're going to follow this the whole season, and we're going to see who uh, how we go week by week. Man, I'm looking at this Thursday night game, and I'm already going one and one. <laughs> like, I, I was like, man, who's the Thursday night game? And I was like, oh, my God, Tampa and the Cowboys. I got Dak and Brady. Yeah, but I tried to stay away from picking guys in the same division, but it was pretty tough. 
It, it is when there's only two of us, you know, yeah. somebody's got to do it because I, I thought of that strategy as well. I was like, man, you know, I, I got Russell Wilson. That's a tough division, right. but I really like Stafford too, you know, and, and Wilson and Stafford were my two, three, that was my two, three pick. Uh, but I, you know, maybe they split against each other and win a whole bunch of other games outside of that. <laughs> I, you know, it, it was tough. What's we'll be yeah, it is wishful thinking. You know, I, it could be worse. You know, you're sitting, let's see, you got Cousins and Rodgers. Uh, they're going to split. Who else is in that division? I can't even think right now. Gary Golf. <laughs> who else will have? Oh, yeah, man, I'm golden <laughs> compared to you. You got, yeah, I feel good about that. Appreciate you guys for listening. We are going to apologize for the uh the technical difficulties with the mics and things like that we do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening as always uh peace out and uh thanks for listening to real talk sports